Today, we're going to talk about the top social media mistakes that family law clients make. Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. Okay, so what are the top social media mistakes that family law clients make? Well, we're talking about posts on things like Facebook and other social media platforms. We're talking about photos, we're talking about videos, memes, and other social media written uh, posts that people make. So especially in a case where there's minor children and the court is gonna be looking at all of the factors in chapter 61 regarding who should be awarded custody of the children, this is super important. So let's dive in. All right, number one, posts on social media showing drinking, partying, drug use, excessive alcohol, nudity, profanity, and things that can actually show adultery. Things like that can be used against you in court. So if you don't want the judge to see it, you have to assume that if it's posted on your social media, somehow it's gonna make its way into the courtroom. So. I'm gonna, at the end, give you my bottom line advice, but for right now, let's dive into some of the specifics regarding these social media posts. So remember, when you're tagged in posts, that makes you more visible to more people, right? So not just on the social media platform of the person who's posting it, but on your platform, if you have your settings set such that all of your Facebook or other friends can see your posts. So let's give some examples. I had a case one time where one of the clients was dating somebody and that was on social media. Although the client did not know the person they were dating had a criminal record, when the other party saw that person on social media, they did a background search on that person and found that um, not only a criminal record, but there was abuse of a former girlfriend who had been pregnant. Anyway, when that came out in the courtroom, that completely turned the judge against that person because the judge reasoned if that spouse, the, the parent in that case, didn't take enough care and concern to know who they were associating with, they weren't going to be a good parent, so gave custody to the other parent. Was devastating to that client. So be careful who you associate with. Bad company corrupts good morals, is I think the phrase. And under chapter 61, I've done prior videos, I did a four-part series on the 20 factors that the court must consider in every custody case. And so that's under chapter 61.13, sub paragraph three, A through T. If you wanna look up those factors, moral fitness is one of the factors. Okay, another example, bashing the other parent on social media. You may have had an argument, you may be frustrated with them, you may be angry and you wanna just get back and you, you just trash them on social media. Well, what does that say to the judge? It says, you're not gonna be the type of parent that's gonna encourage a loving relationship 
between the children and the other parent. And that again is one of the factors under the statute that the court must consider and can be weighed very heavily against you. So don't bash your spouse, former spouse, significant other in any social media posts. Next is something like admitting suicidal thoughts, uh, any social uh, behavior, um, thoughts of hurting someone else, anything like that. I had a case one time where I'm representing the mother. Uh, the father was dating a woman that had all kinds of social media posts about considering suicide and being um, a har harming herself or maybe harming others. And so that turned the entire case around. The guardian ad litem in that case had no idea of that. So we had uncovered it. We brought it out in a videotaped deposition and showed it to the guardian ad litem. And that changed the recommendation to the uh, majority time sharing uh, with our client. So be careful what not only you post on social media, but what others post that are closely connected to you. All right. The next thing to think about is don't post on social media expensive purchases or expensive trips or maybe a big bonus you just got from your employment because, well, your your spouse is either one going to say, oh, they have more money than they said they have. I want to go after more child support or they're wasting money and not spending it on the children and they're gonna to try to make you look bad in front of, of the judge. So be careful what you post in the way of, you know, expensive shopping sprees, um, clothing, trips, like I said, purchases, especially big ticket items, car, house, that kind of thing. If you're already divorced, that may be used to take you back to court to look at, okay, wow, your income must have gone up. Now we wanna increase the fill in the blank child support alimony and so forth. Okay, what do you do if you have a lot of social media posts that are gonna be damaging in your case and they're already on your social media, Facebook and so forth? Well, you're not permitted to just delete those posts. Under the law, that's called spoilation of evidence. And what that means is you're destroying evidence that could have been used in court. And what will happen there is either the judge will sanction you or if we, if the judge or the other side can't determine what was deleted, the judge is permitted to take the inference from what you deleted in the most negative way toward your case. So if your spouse says, oh, those were pictures of him, of uh, taking illegal drugs, of uh, drinking to excess and falling down drunk or whatever, or, or having the children in the pictures. Wow, that would be even worse, right? Um, the judge is permitted to take that inference in a negative light toward the person that deleted the post. So I have seen everything on social media, well, just when I say that, maybe I'll see something new, but um, have seen even where someone who's married going through a divorce has not finished the divorce case, puts on social media 
their new wedding ceremony to a, um, a new spouse. So they're getting remarried on social media when they're not divorced yet. It's a crime in Florida, it's called bigamy. So try to avoid stuff like that. My bottom line advice is if you can either hold off on social media while you're going through the divorce or at least greatly limit your posts because you never know who's taking the picture, if you're being tagged in the picture, what you're holding in your hand, what you're doing. Um, I've even seen cases where there's adultery caught and posted on social media. And yes, we're a no-fault divorce state, but again, the court looks at moral fitness is one of the factors. And yes, you can argue there is a waste of marital assets on the adulterous relationship. So a lot of negatives that can come out of social media. Most family law attorneys today check the social media of both parties if they're able, but certainly their own client and should advise their client to be very careful on social media. Well, I hope that helps. If this has provided some help to you in this, in your case, or just knowing what to do, or maybe you want to share this with someone else, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Would love to have you part of our channel. So with that, I'll say goodbye and have a great week. Take care. Bye.